0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito
1: to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three of Stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Gear up, Dolphin fans, because it is about to be a wild off-season. Jake and Josh are piloting this ship as we prepare for a new era of Miami Dolphins football. If you don't already, follow them on Twitter at jmendel94 and at house, Help our community grow by hitting the subscribe button and leaving a review. We thank you all for the support. Now let's talk some football. Happy Hump Day, Miami Dolphin fans. Welcome into fin sider Radio, where we are going to do what everybody is doing. Give our reactions to free agency, give some grades out. But before we do that, with our own fin sider Jake and Josh twist, it would not be Jake and Josh without Josh. So Joshua Houts, need to get you in here. Need to get some thoughts. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great, man. I moved up to the man cave. Well, it's actually now baby number three's room. So I moved up to the, the bedroom that I still get to call my man cave and. We're doing a podcast, man, getting to talk about the Dolphins. Not really anything big going down, but we did have some quotes that we can talk about and go through the salary cap. So I'm excited to be able to talk Dolphins football with you today, man. How have you been?
1: I'm good. I cannot believe I'm still complaining that it's cold, but if our listening base, if everyone's in Miami, they don't want to hear me talk about that. So we're just going to keep on sliding Wearing a beanie. I see the beanie. Dude, it's beanie hood up. I was in two sweatshirts yesterday. did you see
0: that video of the snow squall up here in pennsylvania i mean that was like an hour from my house or something and you just kept looking out back and just kept seeing these like squalls come through it's just what the hell man i I want that hot weather down there in florida
1: oh dude i can't you're all lucky you are all so so lucky very lucky. But Josh, you shared some uh, thoughts here from the owners meetings, and I thought it'd be a good idea for us to run through these. Uh, so you put down here, Chris Greer refers to Tyreek Hill as a player they could not pass on, says the team is in a position to compete. And Josh, I mean, just to put it in a, a way we can understand it, dude, if you're playing Madden and you see that the Chiefs on the trade block have Tyreek Hill, you're, you're smashing that button 10 times out of 10. I mean, this came as such a surprise to us, but it seems so obvious in hindsight.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because I think he even said, you know, when he first heard about, it, he's like, we, there's no way we can do this. And then I guess they discussed it and they figured out, you know, there was a way to make it happen. My favorite quote was, I mean, Chris Kerr actually seemed human in this video. I don't know if that might've been my favorite part Was he of wearing it. a hat? Um, he was wearing a hat. Yes. Okay. It said USA on that. And there was actually, did you see the pictures from the owner meeting? He was wearing like a um, I don't even know, man. Some old school like Sherlock homes happen. Either way, my favorite, my favorite thing came because he was sitting here cracking jokes. He was like, I was at the Ohio State Pro Day, and I told Tyreek he was wasting my time here that I was watching these two receivers from Ohio State. So I go, he owes Mr. Ross some money for that flight in that hotel room overnight. So um, it's just funny to hear Chris Greer sounding human. He mentioned that he fist bumped Frank Smith. They were excited because he added, again, an explosive playmaker. And I think all of Dolphin fans, you know, you just sit here and you can't believe that it just – was your team, you know, we were doing the podcast, man, live and we're sitting here, you know, I said, oh, it was rumored that he might be on the move. Could it happen? And before I even finished my sentence, you know, you mentioned Adam Schefter had the Dolphins and Jets as finalists. So crazy, crazy, bananas. what, two weeks, man. It's, it's just been a crazy end of the season, right? I mean, after everything we've been through, then the floor is firing and now everything's just, it seems like everything's on the up and up.
1: Yeah. And uh, so I still can't. I listened to four or five different football podcasts and I can't find anyone saying anything bad about Tyreek Hill on the football field. Usually, you know, when you make a trade, you got some people, well, you know, maybe they overpaid, whatever. I cannot hear one bad thing about what Hill does this offense, man. I think about, um, obviously in a different form, but Stefan Diggs, what he did to that Bills team, how that was like a no-brainer trade in hindsight. I mean, this has to have that kind of a uh, ground shaking effect, right?
0: It does, and I think wasn't uh, Stefan Diggs one of the guys, you know, sitting there like, what the hell's (laughs) going on as the trade was going down? So um, it's going to be, again, game changing. You see people throwing out fantasy lists and, you know, their top receivers and, you know, Tyree Kill's always in that top five waddle's always in that top 10 i mean when could we have ever said that you know dating back crazy. to what the marks brothers so
1: probably brian um, hartline and mike wallace uh, brian
0: something. hartline and Mike, yeah and brandon gibson that that was a great receiver the, the trio I and what's crazy is those are like some of my fondest memories of the dolphins right i mean because i think it's when we started same. on twitter and everything but um not to get too far away but i just can't believe like we mentioned this is a madden offense they're putting together and um they're putting two a ton of a in their perfect situation to succeed and all we can do is hope he does and does but if he doesn't i mean mike mcdaniel said teddy bridgewater was the perfect backup quarterback to bring in here and uh you know help to get to that next level
1: he also said uh chris greer that he's gotten phone calls on both Devontae parker and michael dieter josh the more i keep thinking about Devonte parker and how we'd be using this offense i mean i keep it's not exactly the same and i'm not trying to you know overlap it completely but i mean what Devonte parker and Mike Gisicchi do. That could emulate Travis Kelsey. I'm not saying they're Travis Kelsey, but in terms of how they fill that uh, middle of the field and the offense where they can break a tackle and really open up the field a little bit. The more I think about it, man, I don't know if I want to trade Devontae Parker.
0: Yeah. I mean, and we talked about the compensation. I mean, I think some people are floating around what a third round pick. I mean, if they get a third round pick for Devontae Parker. Then I might start thinking about it, but I think it was what I said on the last podcast, you know, I listed off the receiving core with Devontae Parker and then without, and I said, it sounded much better with Devontae yeah. Parker. And I'm thinking about it. no shit. Of course it did. But I mean, again, he's that big bodied receiver that the dolphins truly don't have. You know, we got those speedy guys and um, Tyree Hill, Jalen Waddle. I mean, Cedric Wilson kind of fits that mold, I guess, but he's still to me is more of a sly receiver. So again, I think we both can agree this offense would be much better with Devontae Parker but again if you can get a third round pick and maybe you use that on a receiver that you're going to build to you know eventually take that role anyway maybe it is time to part ways but uh Devontae parker is a playmaker i don't know if you saw it, jake but he also mentioned teron armstead will play left tackle i know some fans were questioning maybe he move to right but uh fullback. then he did yeah and fullback maybe then they did state that he there would be an open competition there at you know the rest of the position so that's music to my ears i mean we want it to be a battle in camp it looks like michael Dieter will be center any thoughts on any of that stuff right now jake
1: There are a lot of people who are still concerned that the dolphins are keeping any guys from last year. And offensive line is such a tough position because you're only as strong as your weakest link. It's really easy to pick on one guy. It's even easier when you got two guys to pick on. So, I mean, if they don't make any other, you know, big moves, bringing a center, whatever it may be uh, with Dieter, you know, maybe you draft a guy fourth, fifth round, whatever it may be. And then Robert Hunt, Austin Jackson, Solomon Kinley, uh, Cheeks are boy is still sitting around. So these are guys I think could help fill out that line where it should be okay. You kind of focused on the injury depth. I mean, that's why you kind of hope for someone like Jesse Davis, but you wonder maybe Austin Jackson can be that since he's starting to play two uh, different positions. Josh, I do want to ask you before we get into some of our awards here. Um, Today, being March 30th, the Dolphins don't have a draft pick till the third round. What position are they taking?
0: I mean, I keep joking that maybe it's the punter, but I, I'd like it to be a linebacker. <laughs> yes. I'd like it to be a linebacker. I mean, I know that punter from what San Diego state, I forget where he's from, but they call him Legatron, you know, Matt Arizria or something like that. We're eventually going to get into punter film, man. But I guess that would be my joke pick, but I think they would need a, a linebacker or you'd hope maybe a center fall. So I'm sitting here naming off everything. So personally, I would like a linebacker, but I'd love to see a punter after everyone sat there and waited all that time, you know, them to go out there and get a punter. What about you, man?
1: that would be, I would love to come on here and talk about a third round punter because those videos at training camp, dude, like you see the punter a lot of the (laughs) times, the highlights, the gifts that would come out of that. I mean, we didn't like, we didn't like
0: polarity. We were down on him. Remember we were throwing tomatoes at him like Fozzie bear. (laughs) Um, I, I guess I wanted to ask you, Jake, did you see the Tom Brady stuff? Uh, He came out and basically said, who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach. Yeah. He's not coming to Miami. So perfect uh, response from Mike McDaniel, but he called it fake news and we can put that rumor to rest at least until next season.
1: At least until next season is a great way to put it. Um, Dude, it's just, it's just fun to be part of this. I mean, the Tyree kill, you know, Chris Greer being a, like you said, a normal human being. I mean, this is what happens in, you know, March because you can't lose football games and it's been a fun ride to uh, you know, talk about. And Josh, did the Dolphins start with like $60 million in cap space? Like yeah, was that-
0: it was up there, yep. I mean, I don't know what happened after the Emmanuel Agba and the Gesicki deals. You know, those started taking some of that money off the table real quick. I think it might have been up to $72 million at one point. But, uh, yeah, they had a lot of money, and it's definitely down a lot now, Jake, isn't it?
1: Yeah, right now, over the cap has them at 12.5 million. The Players Association actually has them in the red at 7.7 mil. I didn't look too deep into these. I just kind of uh, used Twitter, but both of these kind of sound about right where they're going to be. They needed to make some moves for the draft class. We knew about that after the Hill Hill signings. You move on from Jesse Davis. Uh, They they cut someone else, too, uh, with Jesse Davis, right?
0: Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns failed his physical.
1: Allen Hearns, is Yes, yes. Of? yes. Yeah. So, well, Jesse. Yeah, Yeah, Jesse. you're 100 percent right. Did you see Jesse
0: Davis sign with the Vikings? Did, did you see sign with the Vikings, and now he's going to play right guard? Yeah.
1: My buddy is a Vikings fan, so he, I was kind of laughing with him a little bit about it. I'm like, yeah, if he's your sixth, seventh guy, it'll be great. He's like, nah, nah, nah. He's going to be starting. I'm like, ooh, we'll see. We'll
0: we said see. he'd be an okay guard, so it, it might not be the right. worst thing. But um, I was pulling up the Tehran Armstead contract. Did you see the way that thing was structured? Because he's only making 1.2 million this season, and you Know then it goes to 9 million 13.2 so it, that 1.12 million makes me wonder if the dolphins aren't you know there isn't something up their
1: sleeve, right? We did hear uh Chris Greer was asked about the honey badger, and uh, he kind of said, nah, that, that's not something we want to do. And Josh he did do that. Th- the image of honey badger is great, Tyron Matthew. The idea of having him is fantastic. You know, you look at that Madden roster, he's going to be right near the top. But, man, the the trio they have now of, of Brandon Jones, uh, Javon Holland, and Eric Rowe, if healthy, I mean, you probably have to cut Rowe if you're doing something like that. And I think I'm pretty happy with what they have right now in the rotation that's proven to work.
0: Yeah, that's how I am. I mean, I kept thinking about it. I would rather keep Eric Rowe as well. But when you thought maybe you could swap out Matt, you know, Matthew for Eric Rowe, it started to be a little bit enticing, but why would you, you know, go through that? Eric Rowe already knows the system front and back, you know, he's a veteran leader in that locker room. And, you know, what was it? Two years ago, we were sitting here making cups of him versus Zach Ertz and some of these other tight ends calling him a tight end eraser. So, you know, we always live in the moment and when they have maybe one da- down season or they give up one big play, we're ready to cast them away. So I think, you know, Eric Rowe, this tandem, it's one of the best in the league. I don't know if you saw it, Jake, but on Instagram, all the players were putting on their story. I'm old man. So I don't know, is that like a retweet, right? So they were putting on a picture of Javon Holland with that sweet ass red visor. Did you see that like that? Um, the old school Ricky visor. I don't I mean, think that, I did. It, it gave me goosebumps. Check it out because I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm just look, thinking of Brandon Jones, Javon Hall and Eric Rowe, you know, all those guys can do different things. And we look at this linebacker room and we wonder who's going to step up. I mean, Brandon Jones can drop down in the box. He can do some things, you know, Eric mm-hmm. Rowe, we've seen some of that. So um, these guys are versatile, just like everyone on this roster, but dude, this is a hell of a 10, a uh, trio that they have here in Miami. And I guess that when you couple that, when you take that into factor with what Tyron Matthews going to make on the open market, it doesn't really make sense for the dolphins
2: so whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical.
1: Yeah, so Josh, we have some of uh, awards we're going to give out here for the Miami Dolphins free agency. Yay. I'm going to jump around a little bit. You can pick whatever ones you like. I thought this would be a good one to start with. Um, the Miami Dolphins Drink of Choice Award. Uh, that goes to Sheldrick Red Wine. I think that just kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, I wanted to talk about this, Josh, because we heard, you know, we were talking about how crazy this offseason has been. During the season, Preston Williams, Sheldrick Redwine missed the trip to Buffalo uh, because of this and a player reasons. Josh, w- is there any reason to think that maybe the idea of returning or bringing back Preston Williams, bringing back Redwine kind of hints at the idea that these guys might have been able to do something last year and they just couldn't get off of as bad side?
0: Yeah, pretty much, and I mean, it was a loaded room, right? I mean, defensive back yeah. every week. It seemed like Brian Flores was picking somebody up. So, um, you know, maybe it was just one of those things where they wanted to almost redshirt him. You know, they were on the practice squad off and on, or weren't they? Was Sheldon red Redwine ever on the practice squad? I, yeah,
1: I don't, okay, there. so he
0: was okay. And Preston Williams, I mean, I know we've been we were all skeptical of what was going on there. So it could absolutely be that. But again, you look at the coaching this year. I'm excited to see what Redwine can do with you know uh, Josh Boyer again, uh, consistency there, and Preston Williams again with um, Wes Welker. I think the award I like the most here, Jake, that I'm going to throw out there um, is the Jordan Howard and Matt Breida Thunder and Lightning Award. I kind of think we got to throw Malcolm Brown's name in there too, right? I mean, yes. yeah, for whatever reason, Brian Flores thought it was a good idea to start his um, start him, you know, at the beginning of the season. So uh, you have Alec Ingold and Raheem Mostert here. Again, I think that Raheem Mostert signing was, you know, obvious as anything. But when you think about if he can be healthy, you know, you go back to his presser. The Dolphins fans, they got a special player. So I'm all for that. And Alec Ingold. I mean, how long has it been since we had a fullback? I know I joked that he's going to be the best fullback. Since Larry Zonka and you reminded me of Lusaka plate, I did not forget about (laughs) Lusaka plate. I swear it was just a uh, some shade at Larry Zonka, but that would be it for me, man. I mean, you look at the difference on the offensive line. You know, bringing in Armstead, Connor Williams, the different pieces there, the system in place. Now you got Alec Ingold, one of the best fullbacks. Raheem Mostert, injected
1: into my veins, man. Yeah, our Thunder finally has some girth. I mean, we had to deal with Jordan Howard, Malcolm Brown Earth. getting tackled uh 1 yard behind the line of scrimmage in, in shotgun. So now we actually have Thunder that isn't fake. And it's even we can even say Josh not that uh, Kalen Bellage,
0: not that Kalen Thunder, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Canada.
1: <laughs> oh man. Hey, he had that the third fastest run, the fastest run in 2017, so he I did. mean, must be. So did Rich Eisen
0: on one of those uh, 40 things that he does <laughs> for the draft, right? Yeah, he's also one of the
1: fastest. And another issue the Dolphins have had is the light, the, the lightning has always been a little injured, right? The, the, it does, it, it might hit some rubber, whatever it may be. Matt Breida missing time or just not starting for uh, he Oster chase Edmonds, two guys who can come in and both be that lightning. That depth is there. Josh, where does miles Gaskin fit into that? What kind of uh where does he fit inside of mother nature?
0: <laughs> That's a great question because then you got to throw Salvin Ahmed out there, right? I mean, yep. you keep thinking, me. I mean, I know I personally have teetered between the two. I know we started out on, you know, Miles Gaskin was our dude. And then as soon as Salvin Ahmed picked up the, you know, the pieces when he was out, I was immediately on that train. and Then we went right back to Gaskin. So I, I feel like those guys are interchangeable. I think that you can throw both of them into this lineup and think, you know, Again, with, I guess, an improved offensive line, with an Alec Ingold in front of him, who knows what they can do. I mean, I think both guys can be an asset in the passing and run game. So um, it's going to be a battle. Again, you mentioned with Raheem Mostert. His is going to be is going to be available. And then Chase Edmonds. I don't know if you want to talk about him, Jake, but he's a player that, again, can do a little bit of both things. So I'm excited. You hope that Mike McDaniel has a plan in place, and we hope that Tua to Tagovailoa again, can go out there and execute it. It
1: seems like every offseason there's one deal where – Maybe we all wanted to slap Chris Greer like we all Will Smith for a minute. And that's why I think uh, for that award, the should have been slapped by Will Smith after the signing, a.k.a. our least favorite signing, Josh. I put Chase Edmonds. Just because you see the Mostert deal, you see the one-year $3 You see Edmonds got a two-year deal. Uh, If you want to call it a one-year deal worth $6 twice as much as Mostert, that's fine too. Uh, But you see these big waves the Dolphins are making. You wonder if the uh, money could have been used in a better way. I think he's a great player. I think he's going to fit well in Miami, but just to kind of come out and have that be your first signing to jump out there and, you know, pinpoint Edmonds to be your guy just to kind of add Mostert and see what else he can do at that position. It just, it seems maybe not bad, just as much as strange, I guess.
0: Yeah. And again, I guess, you know, you just hope that Mike McDaniel was sitting there front row seat with a pen and paper, just saying, you know, if I ever get a head coaching job, I want Raheem Mostert and I want that guy, you know, on the other sideline, on my team. So I, I, and I'm have no issue with that Jake if that's who you want to say I mean I'm looking over this list I, I really don't know if I have one that you know truly sticks out as that player that you know pisses me off that they made that signing so um do you have a favorite should we just should I just punt should I just take the easy way out let me look at here um can I say Trent Sherfield, can I throw can I throw him out sure. they're gonna be mad about that I can't be mad about him I can't be mad about River yes I can actually I can hold on a second let me get you back up here I gotta pull you up I'm an old man dude I can be pissed about this because Trent Sherfield and River Crawlcraft what was what was Matt Collins contract what what did he get because I would much rather have Matt Collins a guy who you know Tua has showed that he has a rapport with and has proven you know I, we're gonna miss what is it degree what the, what are the gritty is it was is it his dance that he yep. did when he down a punt i mean yeah i am a little upset now that i think about it i'm not i'm looking over this list that would be the those would be the two guys that pissed me off because you, you have to think that that contract equates to what matt collins got i mean Sherfield says 1.187 million and Crawlcraft barely got he didn't even get a million so okay maybe not i don't know what matt collins got but that's going to be the one that irritates me i'll, I'll be pissed about that
1: I guess we'll just sweep the uh, Miami's favorite body of water being a river craft. We'll sleep that award right under the rug I had to mix it up a little bit. So we win we a I little, laughed, fun. I, with I laughed when different. I saw it. I laughed <laughs>
0: when I saw that. So you have to at least say it.
1: Yeah. Uh, another one, Josh, Chris Greer kind of did, did this one for us, but uh, I, I named this one after Tau Knights, the goddamn Ricky. I was high when I said that award and that's, that's signing Tyreek Hill, man. You had no idea this is going to happen. This is Ricky Bobby saying, you're only first or you're last. And he's saying, and his dad's saying, no, you could come in second, third, fourth, but you have the two fastest wide receivers already on the team, and that's how you're set up. So I thought that'd be a good kind of fill in there.
0: That was perfect. I I think we were all dazed and confused, right? When that thing went down. I mean, we were all the Mr. Crab Spongebob meme. That's what I just picture. Cause we've the rumors and then it happening. I mean, I'm still not sure what it means. You know, I'm not going to even believe it until I pick up Madden and I go to, you know, play with the, the rock before the roster update. And there's Tyree kill with that X factor. So dude, I love that. That is the perfect one. Uh, we got to ask your favorite signing. I mean, I was trying to sit here and rack my brain around, which was my favorite. I mean, Teron Armstead seems like the easy way out, Jake, but Mm -hmm. I was going to kind of go a little bit beyond that. And I was going to couple in, you know, all the guys, the dolphins ended up bringing back. So I'll go with that. I'll let you talk about arm statement. I'll go with like franchise tag Mike is you know, finding a way to re-sign Emmanuel Agba. And then, you know, they didn't get that big splash hit at linebacker, but bringing in Sam and and, you know, um, a Landon Roberts and Duke Riley again to run it back. I mean, they all showed that they had um, you know, they could be a factor against the run. I mean, Atlanta Roberts could tackle dudes into dudes. Right. And then Duke <laughs> Riley in coverage with his, you know, hair kind of like mine with those nice. Well, they're much, much nicer than mine with the blonde streaks underneath. I mean, the the linebacker group has again, familiarity with Josh Boers. So um, I'm going to take all those guys What they signed 20 uh, some players. And I just listed off half of them. Who, who do you have left Jake? I think,
1: think I'm gonna kind of go the nerdy route and say Cedric Wilson Jr. The well actually this guy is going to yeah help Tua more than Tyreek. No I'm not Are gonna you get draft that. him in
0: fantasy you get drafted in fantasy
1: this is one of those guys man I just I go back to those first five weeks with Preston Williams and Tua. I, I can't not watch Cedric Wilson and think of that type of receiver, that, that quick guy off the line, but he's got a little bit of a bigger body where he can box out linebackers. Uh, it the ones he can't get away from, I just think that versatility and that quickness is going to come so in handy in the red zone. Uh, I, I really like the signing. I saw the vision and it's a signing. The dolphins made without the Tyreek kill one in mind. You had an idea that this is something, uh, they were focused on no matter what else was going to happen. They saw where that Cedric Wilson could fit in as that. I think that slot receiver is going to.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe how Brian Flores thought Alan Hearns was when they gave him that contract exactly, extension. Yeah. I, I have to throw this out there because I don't know if you saw it, but the one pro football focus, their fantasy writer had a video of all cut ups with Tyreek Hill you know, in the backfield taking handoffs. And then I was reminded how he was actually a running back in college. So I don't know, Jake, thinking about that, thinking about how everybody wants his Debo man. I mean, I know he's not the same build, but he was one of the, most coveted, you know, prospects heading into college at the running back position. So who knows what Mike McDaniel has up his sleeves, but um, uh, what they did, Jake, with, you know, Tyree Kill, Cedric Wilson, all these different pieces. Again, I mean, how would you feel if you were a quarterback and you just, you know, went from what we had, we were sitting here making excuses with yes, Matt Collins. I just said, I, I was banging a table for him, but it was yes, Matt Collins, right? I mean, Philadelphia Eagle fans gave up on him many years ago and, and we were still relying on him to win games, to be completely mm-hmm. honest, you know, Lim Bowden, we all think the world of him, but uh they. they Went out there and got Tyree Kill, Cedric Wilson. I'm excited to see what the mad genius Mike McDaniel can do with the pieces. But like you always say, man,
1: temper expectations, right? Exactly. This one though, I'm gonna just light the expectations on fire. The Adam Sandler, you blew it by signing a special teams guy, aka the Clayton Fajilum, uh Stephen Carter Award. The guy, the special teams guy, they signed right out the gate, and you're like, What the hell are you guys doing? What is the vision here? Um, I'm probably gonna say his name wrong. Keon Crossen uh, signed a three-year deal with the Sounds Dolphins. Like a he a played... Yeah, right. hopefully he is. That would be more fun than what I'm about to say. That he played 16 games with the Giants, 16 games with the Texans before that. Uh, the only special teams ace I acknowledge. The only time I will use that saying is John freaking Denny. That's it.
0: Okay, I mean I would use it for Matt Collins just because of recent past. I guess. But, deal. Yeah, John Denny he's the he's, he's the goat, right? He's the goat long snapper. They need to make that a position in Madden since we always talk about Madden, but I, I'm fine with this Keon Cross and he can be that. I mean, every year we're going to have this guy that they sign that's, you know, that we're sitting here just wondering what the vision is, but I don't know if you saw it, man, at his introductory press conference, this guy was well-spoken talked about his outlook on life. So he's definitely got a fan of me, but I mean, this was definitely the Seaton Carter of this class.
1: And again, there, there might be nothing wrong with the signing. It's just, you're scrolling through the list and uh, it, should side, it should be Matt. <laughs> it should be Matt. It should be Matt Collins. Damn it. Uh, on the Fin side, we have the tracker that goes through and it has every signing as they happen and seeing crossing so high on the list. Someone who I, I do a podcast about this. I had to go research this guy. Cause I, I forgot they signed him. Um, it's just interesting to see how these are the guys that they want to pounce on right away. When you have someone like Teron Armstead, which I guess it makes a little more sense. He was fake trying to figure out what the Saints were doing at quarterback but you're signing him you know three weeks later when you have to get this guy on the first day of free agency
0: yeah and maybe it's just a changing of times maybe we should I mean every year we, we realized last year you know they weren't going to go out there I think I even posted before free agency you know their list of transactions and those first few days it was a little bit like steady walking and they went and did the same thing this year everyone was sitting there panicking right because no Tehran Armstead you know they weren't doing anything and then within 48 hours dude again dazed and confused but I, I just can't believe that We're here talking about this and how far we've come, Jake, because we've done this podcast for how many months and weeks and how many times we would talk about the Deshaun Watson fiasco and, you know, just different pieces that we just weren't sure what was going to happen An 0-7 losing streak, then the win streak and then getting gutted, not making the playoffs and then firing the coach and it's all coming together, man. And it just seems like what they're building in Miami special, but um, we thought this before, right? (laughs)
1: You you can't write a better story just going through it all those different the 0 and seven, you know, losing to the Jags to you know turning it around and it being very ugly turning it around too. Uh, but that chapter's gone. That chapter is closed. That hopefully, Josh, these moves are a nice strong step in the next direction. If you guys out there, if you guys have suggestions for awards or people who should have gotten awards, snubs, uh, reach out nice. at H D U T Z at Mendel 94 on twitter you can find both of us josh uh he retweeted that Tyree kill uh video and he's so popular on twitter he didn't know that i actually responded to his retweet of it uh and he just left me out to dry sometimes so if i he tweet respond, and i just you, i just
0: throw the phone i don't I, i'm sorry <laughs> that's embarrassing it's, so if call, he you had really to call me respond.
1: out he has he's it's the children we're gonna blame the blame children the kids
0: <laughs> enchanto all those but things. it's turning red it's always
1: fun always fun if you want to continue this ride with us uh subscribe itunes spotify wherever you get your podcasts we appreciate it so so much uh leaving reviews that stuff helps a lot too that helps other people find the show when they hear a good thing or two about how we since day one have just been don denny stands and you know yeah, how we've wanted to trade to uh for jimmy g for years and, and how teddy b is going to start that's our that's our stick that is our thing so if you like us Go ahead and hit subscribe.
0: Go on and hit subscribe. And, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Finsider Radio, part of SB Nation's The Finsider. I'm Josh Houts. That's Jake Mendel. We'll be back later this week or maybe next week with a new episode. Till then, Fins up.
1: Fins up. I like Good. them more. Maybe next
2: week. That's Good. Like a threat. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest